Hello, Patrick Sheriff here. Um, I'm in my usual uh, favourite recording studio. I'm sitting on a bench looking out over a lake. This is uh, next to Teganuma, which is uh, about 20 minutes. Where I am is a 20-minute bike ride from my house. And I just thought I'd record a few thoughts. Um, I'm in the middle, or I, maybe I'm at the end now, <laughs> of writing about and thinking about how we set up, um, how we came to Japan. That was the first part. Move the, um, then it was moving our business out, out of the living room. We found, uh, found refuge in a, um, above a sober shop, uh, which turned out to be nearly a disaster because we were making too much noise. <laughs> and the sober shop owner threatened legal action. But we managed to escape from that. And fortuitously, the landlord, I don't think he felt sorry for us. I think he just wanted to get rid of us. And so he didn't hold us to our contract. We didn't have to pay back the year and a half rent. And I think, I can't remember the details, but I think he even gave us back our um, deposit and possibly the key money as well. So it was like two months rent he handed back. Anyway, we landed on our feet because um, we managed to find um, a small, well, actually, you know, a reasonably sized house, a bungalow. Nobody wanted to rent it out because it was, well, it was a bit worn out, even more than our family home. It was uh, 19, built in 1966. Um, <laughs> the Beatles were releasing new music. Um, and what to say? Well, I mean, it was a, it was a, a house that was built by an architect. So it was very nicely done, just old fashioned. I mean, it had really nice, uh, wooden shutters with elaborate, uh, um, well, ways to lock, to, to lock them with big pieces of bars of wood. I've never seen it before or since. Very old-fashioned um, and simple ways of locking the door. Um, anyway, it all had, you know, by English standards, we'd say um, original features. Uh, so I thought it was really nice, and it was a. Um, um, sorry, somebody just walking past with a dog. Um, where was I? Yeah, I thought it was. It was. It was lovely. It had lots of. Um, uh, character, totally unlike any um, classroom that I'd ever been in in Japan. So I really liked it. And um, it was small rooms. We had uh, a, uh, a tatami mat room uh, that that was falling apart. And so we, ac we actually asked the landlord to, to put um, uh, uh, wooden flooring in. So that was, that was like an eight mat room, possibly six mat room. But that was the main, would have been the living room in the house. But we used that for teaching adults. And then the kitchen, there was a kitchen room and, a, and two bedrooms. It was all downstairs. So it's four rooms. So we used the largest room for dancing around with the kids. And uh, the smaller room for uh, junior high school kids. And then adults and high school kids I would teach in this rather nice living room with the new flooring. 
Um, and one of the rooms we converted into a little library um, with a coffee table. And anyway, it was really nice. It had a lot of character. Some of the Japanese uh, and the parents would look at the house and say, oh, kitane, you know, it's always dirty and old. Um, but I think the kids really reacted well to it because it was like, well, they didn't know it was old. To them, it was just their own place. And we could make loads of noise. There was no neighbours. Well, there was a, a neighbour. We were on the corner, a corner house at the edge, at the end of a street. There was off-street parking. Um, there was a, an incomplete road, main road. So the Mamatachi could park their bicycles and their cars and everything and chat away and not bother anybody. And, uh, yeah, next to our house was an old lady who was deaf, so she wasn't worried about the noise. Across the street there was a bit of a grumpy old, a sort of like daimyo-type figure. <laughs> but um, he kept himself mostly to himself, so... And um, we were nice to the neighbours, gave them all the towels when we arrived, as you do, as a present, when you move into the neighbourhood. Um, anyway, we stayed there for six years, and it was really, that was the making of our business. Because we felt really comfortable there, and we could be ourselves, we did our own thing. Quite unique, really, I think, in that, the whole house was just for teaching. No, we weren't living there. Um, but it was a house. So it had the feelings of, uh, you know, the friendly feelings that we wanted to encourage without, without the sterile environment of classrooms, as they often are. But, um, but, but it was still a working classroom. Well, four classrooms. So the best thing was we because we were comfortable, we could start doing our own thing. And um, it was there we really developed our, our teaching style. I finished writing a bunch of textbooks, which you can see on the website, actually. Um, and, well, we'd thought about, uh, you know, we wanted to have a nice sign. We'd, we'd had a professionally made, or semi-professionally, I mean, I designed it on the computer, and then we, had, we printed it out and got a, a firm to make the Kanban, the, uh, the sign, at the last place above the sober shop. It's very professional, but got us nowhere. <laughs> I think we gained two students in total for being there for over six months. Uh, and we thought, oh, let's just do our own thing. So in this house, this worn-out old house, we first thing I did was paint the door blue. It was a peeling paint job, and so I just painted it blue, bright blue. I thought it was a friendly colour. Was it red? I think, no, it was red. Yes, yeah, sorry. Oh, I don't remember. It was either red or blue because um, I, I'd alternate between red and blue every couple of years just because I could. I think it was blue. That's our corporate colours. <laughs> um, and uh, I'd always wanted to have like a pub sign for the business, not a professional one. And so I went to being, uh, not B&Q, what's it called? Joyful Honda or Unity, one of those, uh, you know, one of those places. Uh, DIY places, bought a, a, a um, piece of wood, some screws, some oil-based paint, and painted the sign myself. <laughs> um, and, uh, and and sort of painted the logo and did the, did the lettering myself. It was very amateurish, but it, it, it fitted the, 
the the style of the school and, and we hung that from a persimmon tree that was hanging in that, that was growing in the back garden um so it was it's just i think the, the the lesson from it all is if you can find a place that you're comfortable and can stamp your personality on people will respond very well and people are attracted to that and the people that you like that like your kind of thing are attracted to you and the people that are repulsed by a homemade home painted sign are not the kinds of people I'd want to teach anyway so it worked out very well anyway we were there for six years and our, our student numbers grew from I don't know uh, I think we had about 80 when we started and got it right up to about 130 before we finally moved on again this time to a house that we were actually paying a mortgage on and that's where we are now and this is a, a school um, a building devoted to the to the teaching um, and I'll talk about that more another time uh, but that you know that journey started from when we were so we came to Japan in 2007, uh, taught from home, I think, for about five, six years, and then moved to the sober shop for less than less than a year. We were kicked out of there, and then spent six six years at uh, at this rented um, bungalow, which was great. Uh, we finally moved out of there just in time, just before the main road, where which hadn't been completed, where people could park and talk. They just started to uh, do work on that and open it up. And we managed to move out of there the month before they opened the main road, I think, or two months before. Unknown to us, but uh, good timing. And that's the point. I think, you know, fortune favors the brave and all that. I think you have to make your choices and go do it and shape things your way and don't wait to be forced out. Um, if you are forced out or your, your hand is forced, then yeah, you've, you've got to play the hand that you've got. But um, try and be proactive. And I think that's the lesson I've taken from all this, from our journey so far, is take the difficult decisions, keep your eye on the long-term goals, and you'll get there. Now we own, well, I guess it's a, it's a second house that's... Um, you know, that the, the students are basically paying their mortgage for. Um, and that was a dream. 16 years ago when we started, who could have imagined we'd actually get there? It's a small matter of paying off the 20-year uh, mortgage <laughs> or more. Um, but I'll talk about that another time. Anyway, um, all's well that ends well, whatever that means. It is what it is. Whatever that means, too. Anyway, things things are going well. So, right, uh, that's really all I wanted to say. It's getting dark now. It's dusk. Don't know if you can hear the insects. The uh, it's just a sort of a faint glow of orange off to the. I guess that must be the west. And I need to get going before the mosquitoes come out. Right. Have a nice weekend, and I'll talk to you next week oh i should talk about the website isn't it yeah go to what's it called free free talk teffel 
www.substack.com. Every Wednesday there are um, a newsletter, and Mondays there's a free lesson for teachers of English as a foreign language, particularly if you're based in Japan, and particularly if you're self-employed, but all are welcome. Okay, have a good week, have a nice weekend, talk to you next week.